0: Good morning, my friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast. It is Friday, March the 26th. Uh, Welcome to the end of the week. I hope wherever you are, however you are, I hope this finds you well. And again, uh, embraced uh, in the love of God today. So uh, we are back. We are back to the Gospel of John. We took our day off yesterday from Lent in that solemnity, that wonderful Feast of the Annunciation today, We are back in the Friday of the fifth week of Lent, and we are going to read out of the Gospel of John, chapter 10, verses 31 to 42. So let's dive in and see what uh, God has for us today, shall we? A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. The Jews picked up rocks to stone Jesus. Jesus answered them, I have shown you many good works from my father. For which of these are you trying to stone me? The Jews answered him, We are not stoning you for a good work, but for blasphemy. You are a man, you, a man, are making yourself God. Jesus answered them, Is it not written in your law, I said, you are gods? If it calls them gods to whom the word of God came, and scripture cannot be set aside, Can you say that the one whom the Father has consecrated and sent into the world blasphemes because I said, I am the Son of God? If I do not perform my Father's works, do not believe me. But if I perform them, even if you do not believe me, believe the works so that you may realize and understand that the Father is in me and I am in the Father." Then they tried again to arrest him, but he escaped from their power. He went back across the Jordan to the place where John first baptized, and there he remained. Many came to him and said, John perform no sign, but everything John said about this man was true. And many there began to believe in him. My friends, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Forgive the repeating, but but again, do you see what I'm talking about with that high Christology? Jesus is just doing it, and and letting them know who he is, uh, as blatantly and as forwardly as he ever does uh, in any of the gospels. Um, and, uh, and 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 just an aside here, you know, again, and we've seen it, haven't we, uh, especially. Well, gosh, all this week, uh, taking the Annunciation aside, Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and today's readings, we've seen that conflict that Jesus is having with the authorities. You know, they brought him the adulterous woman. They're trying to trap him so they can use that against him. He was bantering with them um, uh, all this week, and, and just that constant... Who are you? You know, we don't think you show us a sign. Um, I, I'm not, I'm not buying it. And, and just the bickering, like, you, you know, even today, you know, they're going to pick up rocks and stone Jesus right away. That's a life or death situation. And he's, I love his quip. You can just see, you know, the the tongue in cheek. I have shown you many good works for my father. For which of these are you trying to stone me? <laughs> I mean, that's clever. Um, but But again, we we think of Jesus, at least I do, I don't want to put words in your mouth, I think of Jesus as just this kind-hearted, loving uh, uh, man who the people just were naturally attracted to, and and to a degree that is most certainly true. But Jesus was a man of truth, and a man of strength, and a man of courage, uh, who was not afraid to name the situation and call a spade a spade, and in doing so made enemies. I mean, again, if, if well, if I, again, I don't want to state for you, but if I could be half of uh, the courageous person he was, or, or the truth speaker that he was, I would consider myself, you know, I don't know, having arrived, uh, doing something of worth. I, I, and. That is, that's incredible what he did and, and the opposition he had to face. And, and again, I guess it makes sense, doesn't it? We're approaching Holy Week. Uh, Palm Sunday is the Sunday this weekend, and, uh, and the conflict is going to rise to the boiling point, right? But we see it. We see it constantly here in John's gospel. Anyway, um, two things I want to point out and, uh, and just ponder for us today. The first I am blatantly stealing from uh, C.S. Lewis, and and I, I think a brilliant uh, thought of Lewis's. But, you know, this idea that they're going to stone him. For which of my works are you going to stone me? You know, because he's doing good works. And, and they say it very clearly. We're not stoning you for a good work. But for blasphemy, for you, a man, are making yourself God. You know... We know the story, and so we can look down on them and say, they're just being foolish. But my friends, imagine if somebody were to speak as Jesus speaks now, and and they were to say these things to you. I don't think you'd pick up a rock. I don't think I'd pick up a rock and want to stone them. But I would think they're crazy, and I, I would not give them the time of day. They're making themselves out to be God. Who do they think they are? And I would discount them immediately. Well, what he's doing is he is violating the first commandment. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Meaning there is only one God, and you shall not take the the name of the Lord your God, and you shall not have false gods beside him. And, And he is speaking blasphemy. To that, we have this complicated uh, theology that there are three gods and one person and and Jesus was God and and but that's through centuries of of working that out, even if it remains a mystery to us, they they don't have that century's worth of hindsight. And by the way, there were wars fought over this uh, over over that teaching and and they're just simple people listening to them and saying, this doesn't make any sense. You're making yourself out to be God. We're picking up a rock. They're hearing him correctly, by the way. But he is, in their understanding, blaspheming. Would we have been any different if we would have sat in that presence? I don't know that I would have. I don't know that I would have. But but here's the wonderful idea that, uh, that that Lewis has. And, and if you've ever read the book Mere Christianity, uh, I believe that's where Lewis lays this out. But um, a good friend of—well, I don't know if they were good friends. I think H.G. Wells actually came before Lewis. Lewis was a great author in the early 20th century. I think H.G. Wells was more in, toward the 19th century. But, but Wells uh, called Jesus— he was not a believer. Wells was not a believer, but he called him a great teacher, and he really respected him as a teacher. And Lewis looked at that argument and said, I think, Wells, you, you don't have that option. You can't call Jesus a great teacher, and that's it. Because either Jesus is saying, I am the Son of God, and he is a madman. He clearly has is, is, uh, lost his sense of reality. Uh, Because how can one say that and and remain sane? So that was option number one for him. He was a lunatic. Option number two is he was a liar. Um, That he says, I am the son of God, and clearly he's just trying to deceive people. And so in this option for Lewis, he is uh, the devil from hell, I think, to quote Lewis. Um, That he is lying. He is deliberately trying to keep people astray and lead them away from God. So he is either a madman, a lunatic, uh, who is off his rocker, he is a liar who is trying to take people away, or he is Lord, or he is who he says he is, and he is the Son of God. To, to be a great teacher and to say that, that doesn't, that doesn't allow it. I cannot be a great teacher and say, I am God's Son. Um, And that doesn't leave room for that Uh, again he is in the the words of C.S. Lewis either a liar, a lunatic or he is what he says he is and that is Lord those are our only choices he cannot just be a great philosopher and man and say those things because he would have to have have been unhinged or or clearly lying or he is what he says he is he says he is Brothers and sisters, I don't think you or I would be listening to this podcast if we thought he was one of the first two. But if he is Lord in our life, what does that look like? Lord means master, right? It means the one, uh, again, to use the image, to which we revolve around. Um, How does that look for me today? And if I indeed revolve around uh, Jesus, if I indeed he is Lord of my life, um, what does that mean in terms of, what does that look like in terms of my day? What does it look like in terms of my time? What does it look like in terms of my money that I give to him? What does it look like in terms of my talents that I give him, my creativity, um, the best of me? If indeed he is Lord, and I revolve around that, that um, image idea, that, that, uh, that reality, that, how does that play itself out in my life? Which leads us, I think, to the second ponderance for me, and this one will be quicker. And that is, you know, Jesus says later, he says, okay, you may not believe who I am. Well, that's fine. If you're not believing, me, I, I, I get it. But but at least believe because of the works that I do, right? Um, yeah, and he says here, if I do not perform my father Father's works, do not believe me. But if I perform them, even if you do not believe me, believe the works, right? And I would, I would again say to us, what do our works say about what we believe? You know, I, I mentioned this to, uh, to couples that are, are in marriage prep. If you want to know, really, if you want to know what it is that you value, you, if you want to know what is important to you, look at two things. Look at your checkbook and look at your calendar, your scheduler. Because we spend our money and our time on what is most important. And we may not like what we see when we look at those. Okay, that's fine. Then we have time to change that. Isn't that what Lent's about? But my friends, the bottom line is they don't lie. We spend our time and we spend our money on what is most important. And and Jesus is saying, listen, if you don't believe me, that's fine, but look at who I am. Look at what I do that, and believe that. I think it's true of, of who we are, right? We can speak all we want. Oh, we believe in God, the Father Almighty. We believe in Jesus Christ, sure. But do our works back that up? Because if they don't, I think we're, we're, uh, we're fooling ourselves more than anybody else. But if our works are out there performing that, people are going to believe because of the works, even if they don't believe how we say it, because we may not say it well. You know, we may not have those words within us. But what do our actions say? Because they won't lie. They won't lie about what we believe. So those are the two things I invite us to ponder today as we end our week now. And my friends, you know this, we enter into Holy Week this coming, uh, this coming weekend, the holiest of weeks. And, and, uh, it's so good. And so I, I just hope immerse yourself, uh, in a faith community, um, and be a part of it liturgically as we go through it, uh, and immerse yourself in the scriptures because that, uh, that conflict that Jesus was a part of, yeah, it's going to, it's going to be raised, but he doesn't back down from being that person of courage or that person of love, even in the midst of that conflict. Oh, Oh, to be like him in that. But uh yeah. Who is Jesus for us today? And how do our works, how do our words, how do our how do our lives manifest? Liar, lunatic, or lord, and what do those works show? Let's pray, my friends. As always, we just invite uh whatever intentions, whoever, whatever's going on in your life, just invite you to Give them to God at this moment and trust he can take care of them. And so we begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The fifth luminous mystery, the institution, the gift of the Eucharist. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. My friends, be well. Have a marvelous weekend. And uh, as we begin this Holy Week, I pray that uh, you and I may walk it well with Christ to Calvary and then in nine days to that empty tomb. God's peace, my friends.